and welcome to Functionally Fit with Jen and Leslie. This episode, we are talking with Nellie Hardin, who is, um, thank you for being here, Nellie. And um, she is a family coach that helps parents develop a strategy for achieving their unique family goals so they can really fully enjoy their time together and give their kids every every tool that they need uh, before they leave home. And so I know normally we do a lot of talking on the podcast about uh, whether it's mindset or functional medicine or even, um, you know, drilling down on, um, you know, mental wellness. But this would be our first episode functioning on uh, talking about the functional family unit and how important that is. And so we really appreciate you being here, Nellie. If, if you wouldn't mind just um, sharing a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of how you got to doing this kind of work with families. Oh, goodness. That's literally a 42-year long story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll give you the Cliff's Notes version. Uh, so yeah, my name is Nellie Harden. I'm uh, married. We live on the coast of North Carolina with our four daughters and I am a family coach, but really how that came to be had a lot to do with wellness and life. So when I was very young, uh, I was only one and a half when my dad passed away. And so I really grew up knowing of this seize the day brevity and fragility, you know, fragility of fragility, fragility of, yes. there we go, <laughs> of life. And um, so growing up, I was always a big dreamer. <clears throat> and I always had, yeah, I was a Midwest girl. I don't know if there's any Midwesterners listening or watching, but high five to you. I'm from Michigan, like right there. <laughs> and so, um, but I grew up as a Midwest girl, but I had ocean going dreams and I wanted to be a marine scientist and, and that's what I did. I grew up and I did that. And that was probably the first time that I was like, okay, have a dream, put legs to it, make it happen, right? And I uh, met my husband and we wanted to start a family and you know, he's a nine to five tech guy and I'm a, I wanted to be on boats. So it didn't really mesh and boats didn't really mesh if you wanna have a family. So um, anyway, I retired from that and went into other things and uh, veterinary work and things like that. But it really all came down to in 2008, my husband who was 32 years old at the time was in ICU all of a sudden with cardiac failure. And at that at, thir point, at 32 years old, he at had a cardiac event out of nowhere. And what happened, we come to find out later, he had a congenital heart condition that actually we had him tested for before we had kids because we wanted to know, we knew it ran in his family and it came back negative. And later on, it just turned out it hadn't developed enough yet. But what happened is he had a, a congenital heart condition. And he had just like anybody else taken, you know, this, that, or the other, uh, someone mentioned, Hey, ginkgo biloba is great for uh, memory. Why don't you take some, I take some, and he's in technology and coding. And he knows like a 9 billion, you know, languages that they have to know. And, um, he's like, sure. So he took it within 24 hours. He was in ICU. It triggered his genetic condition. Oh no. Okay. So that is, that's really what <clears throat> happened. There was some unlabeled stimulants in it. Mm. And um, now, you know, we know better and we do do much better, but when you're sitting there and we went through four years, then four years of medical and testing and hospitals and drug trials and this and that and the other, and it was really hard. 
and he finally had to have heart surgery. And when you are sitting in the waiting room and you have four kids, four and under, and you don't know if your husband is going to make it or not, it's a very transformative moment. Like I can, I can close my eyes and put myself right there. I know where the chair was oriented and know what the kids were doing. And um, so that was a very eye-opening moment. And we realized, I realized especially that that big dreamer that I had been just had gotten caught in the net of monotony and consistency and do this, do that, survival, follow the herd, you know, all of the things. And I realized that we needed to, we, we needed to live for the day, right? We needed to live for what we wanted to live for. And that's really where our family journey, I, I believe, I think that was the starting point of our own family journey. And, um, and I can't help but think too, um, that currently, there are many people possibly going through the same thing that you went through back then, but with this um, last year, how it's been, I know a lot of people I've talked to um, have been reevaluating, you know, are they living in the city they want to live in? Are they, um, you know, doing what they want to be doing? Are they, you know, really reassessing, I guess is the best word for that. Yeah. Yeah. And you do, and you're so right. There's been so many, tragedies that have happened in the last in the last year um and it does it just opens your eyes you know i i see the t-shirts with like woke on them and i'm like yep that was me <laughs> <laughs> and um but at that point we started making decisions to build toward our freedom because i knew that we had such a limited time here my husband is good you know and and we've made it through but only because we dug our heels into wellness and the drugs weren't working anymore. The surgery had, you know, a, a less than 50% success rate of it not coming back. And so I knew that the only way that we were going to get through this and have the future that we were looking for was to really dig our heels into preventative and healing wellness. And that's what we did. And also on the flip side of that, this is a condition that my kids might have as well. And I want to make sure that when they're kids, they're setting themselves up for success in the future instead of not knowing and us, you know, doing all of the, all of those, you know, great kid foods that we sometimes associate with. And not to say we don't do those sometimes, we just are more cognizant of it. And we make sure that we're having more good for you than bad for you. I mean, that's really how we put it in our, in our family. And not just the food, you mean, you know, and what you do with the functional, it's how you think, it's what you do. It is your ambitions that you have, your interests, how you think, how you rest. It's all of those things that really come into play to making sure that we're setting them up for success in the future by living how we are right now. And that's really how I got into everything I do. I was a, I am still a family wellness coach and I've had a practice for eight, nine years, <laughs> eight or nine years. And then I wanted to dig even deeper into that. And I became a family coach because I do, I want to help people live now. And I, I love to see families thrive. I mean, it is so amazing to see a family out there thriving, playing, smiling, working together. And that's what I love to help people do. And wellness is certainly a part of that, but I wanted to broaden the scope even more to bring in all of those other pieces. And that's how I got to what I'm doing now. 
<laughs> well, now, so uh, kind of walk us through, I mean, I know you can't maybe, obviously not all the, the details that you would go through, but um, I mean, what does that kind of look like as a family that maybe, you know, works with you or, or someone that does this kind of work? Like, what does that really, what does that look like? Is it sort of like the mom usually reaches out to you and then, uh, you know, who, who is normally contacting you or... What do you normally I would say? say it's usually the mom. I mean, let's face it, the moms are more typically the doers, right? And the dads are are busy making sure everything is happening in A, B, C, D. And the moms are like, let's think bigger picture. And that is not always the case. And I've definitely had dads reach out to me. So I don't want to box anyone in. But if you ask me who mostly does, it's usually the moms. Mm -hmm. um, but what that definitely looks like is my private clients, they reach out and we have this conversation. And I want to, my main goal is to make sure that a family's goals that they have are served within this, my, um, my project or my company is called the 6570 Project. And that is because there are 6,570 days in 18 years. That's how many chances that we get to truly be their biggest influences, their biggest impact in their lives. Once they turn 18, the law says that they can you know, go off and do what they want and they will certainly come back and they will certainly still need you. And I am not saying that at all, um, but it really is during that 18 years that you have that biggest influential point that you can. And helping parents understand the impact factors of what's happening when they're three and five and seven and 15 and all of these, how that affects their future, right? Because anything that we do, you and I like sitting here, anything that you knee jerk reaction to or your first thoughts it always goes back to that first 18 to 20 years in your life, right? Yeah. And, it, and if it doesn't, it's because we had to do a whole lot of mental work in order <laughs> to change that. Right. And um, so helping parents understand the, the timeline and understanding that what do you want at the end of this? And let's start making it happen now. Because we do, we get into this, oh, this is my life now, you know, without understanding that there is a, there is a ticking happening, you know, that's going on. And so I really help them work with their goals. And then I help them understand each other a little bit more, the parents um, and the kids too. How do, how do each other learn? What are their innate intelligences? How do they speak to each other? What are the languages that they use? Because then during that 18 years, you can have actual communication and real communication and build so much faster than, you know, you have the 17 year old yelling at the parents and vice versa because they don't understand each other. Right. So communication, if you get that right from the start is so impactful and fast forwards everything to the good stuff. We all want to fast forward to the good stuff, right? Now, do you so find people normally are seeking out your help um, after there's been some kind of crisis or problem or is it preventative or a little of both? Um, I don't know. Sometimes I see, especially in functional medicine, uh, you know, definitely in dermatology, it's very problem focused in that right. I have a problem, I'm coming to you to solve my problem. So I'm just curious if that, is that something that um, there's like a, maybe a tipping point for people and then they reach out or, or, or you kind of make it trying to hit the preventative too? 
Honestly, both. Okay. And so you, you know, I'll get some with teenagers that are having an issue. They aren't listening to me. I can't get past them. There's a wall between us. They don't know what's going on. I get that same talk with frankly, like six-year-olds though, right? When, and especially in the last year when it is, you're not my teacher. I don't have to listen to you. Right. We've had a lot of that going on okay. and I homeschool my kids too. So I had a lot of edu home education tools that came out in this last year. I have another one coming out in February. So, you know, all of those things, but whether it is wellness, these, you know, all the points that I go on wellness, finances, um, we have education and we have discipline and mindset, all of those things wrapped together and how I help my clients. And so any of those really come to us. I mean, if you have a family that is like, you know what, I am aware now and I have a two-year-old, I want to make sure that I am setting them up for success and that I am enjoying this life, right? It's, it's not just the first 18 years of their life. It is 18 years of my life too, you know? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so I wanna make sure that I'm not just pouring and pouring and pouring for 18 years and not filling my own cup up because I'm not going to be able to be the best person that I can be in that, right? Yeah. And so I, I help parents and I help kids, but really I love to help the family unit come together as one. And I think that's a little a unique concept because there's a lot of people out there that are like, uh, that focus on kids or a lot of people that focus on a mom or focus on the parents. I personally love to focus on the family as a whole because you're together for the rest of your life. You know, no matter if they're living in Australia and you're here or not, whatever yeah. that is, you are a family and it, the better you can work on having that, that close knit, understandable communication, connection and clarity family, the better you're gonna set yourself and them up for success down the road, so. So if, so, if, if I'm, from what I'm hearing so far, maybe this may be a question popping up for, for anyone listening too, would be um, when, when some of the things that you're talking about, how does this overlap with like actual therapy versus this coaching component because I think there's a there's a bit there's a difference of you know someone having a therapist now do you see that your clients will have both like they'll have a therapist that's involved um, or maybe even a psychiatrist or who knows um, depending on the gravity of the um, you know mental health and wellness or and then they, they have you do, cause you're not doing anything, you know, with medications or recommendations. It's not medical, but it is wellness and sort of, um, it's not considered like a medical service. It's just, no. yeah. Right. It's definitely not. And thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. That's a great point. So I highly encourage therapy. I think therapy is great. I mean, who doesn't want to just sit down and talk with someone that doesn't have to do with their lives to tell them everything about their life, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah. We actually just did an episode with a local uh, therapist, uh, Dr. Charity Godfrey, and she did a piece on uh, mental wellness. And she, um, she and her group are they have so many tools and, and things that are just, um, you know, if people need that, that's like that box, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so for so, your, for your ideal person is looking for, um, whole, like managing more as a family unit, right? At home with 
Right. So managing more as a family unit. And I really kind of think of it as I highly encourage therapy. Anyone in the family that needs to, wants to do therapy, do therapy, please. And it's so great. And that really helps with that emotional and mental side of things, right? And then I come in and I help put legs to whatever you're looking for that you want to happen, right? So you want to make sure that the kids know about better wellness. You want to make sure that you're, as a family, you're working on better wellness. As a family, you're um, talking about financial ideals and what that looks like and, you know, the saving and the spending and all of these things and how to even do money. I mean, a lot of families, my kids, they, when they, when we do a mortgage, we're like, Hey, look at this. This is because I swear mortgage is the most confusing thing in the entire world. <laughs> Yeah, you just sign your name 67 times and then (laughs) a huge stack. I think I have a house, you know? Yes. (laughs) And so just putting those type of simple solutions in front of you and seeing where you want to go. So that's what I do in coaching. I help put legs to wherever they're going so that they have actual structural strategy to go forward. Could you share with us, um, you know, before we kind of wrap up, could you share like um, without maybe naming any names, but any uh, like a story, a success story of a client or a family unit and how, what that looked like? Um, Sure. Uh, Let me see. Well, you know what, without, so I'll just, I'll use our family, for example, because right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have three businesses. Every business I have is because of experience, right? We do, we experience, and then we teach. And yeah. so with our own family, we wanted a way that we would come together and we would be able to work together because that's a huge skill, right? To be able to work with people that are different than you. And there are six people in this house and we are all extremely different people. And so we wanted to be able to work together and teach them how to work with others, accept people's ideas, work, compromise, and all of those, and also build something and see a change happening. See how you can impact the world with your ideas and give worth to their ideas. And so we built a family business that we have. Um, It's called the Seaglass Company. And we built that a few years ago all six of us working together. When we started it, my youngest was in second grade. She was still part of the board. We would sit, we had board meetings, we still do. And we were able to watch then and have them watch what a family sitting around a table out to eat in town one day, just a quick idea to now that business is around the world. And so they were able to be like, oh, okay. So it's not just, oh, that would be cool, an idea. You can actually put legs to an idea and make it go forward. And I have no business background. My, I, I, was, I was a marine mammologist, remember? So I have no business background whatsoever. So it's not just, oh, you know, she's a business person. She knows what she's doing. I had no idea what I was doing, but you can figure it out along the way. And if you figure it out together, it really brings a hum, like a humbling factor into your family that your kids are like, oh, mom and dad don't know everything and they have to learn just like I have to learn. And I've seen them persevere, which means I can persevere. Right. Yeah. And I, I love this because, um, you know, I was thinking too, as you were, were talking about the, 
whether it's a business, I love the idea of doing a family business, but also, you know, even if it was like a charitable business or yep. a, um, or whatever it would be, but, but like, you're right. Everybody seems to be like doing their own thing. Like, you know, uh, maybe dad's got this going on. Mom's got this going on. Um, from what I hear from my, my friends that are mothers, like their kids are, somebody's got this sport another one's got this event or they've got this music, but there's no like, um, one thing that all the family is doing maybe together, maybe, maybe it is church on the weekends. Maybe it is like a family movie night, but this business concept is so interesting to me. Um, can you share a little bit more about the business in general and what, and how the kids played a role in, in moving that forward? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and your idea too. So we, we also have a nonprofit called love made lemonade that we raise money for nonprofits around town too. And they oh, came up very with cool. They came up with the lemonade recipe and they, you know, raise money for the 4th of July festivals and all of this. So I think that is a beautiful idea too. Um, with the, uh, the sea glass company, it's eco-friendly. So we actually have a, a glass, um, I almost said factory, a glass, um, uh, room in our house and we make glass straws custom etched for businesses and personal and so there's a lot and they all have to be hand individually etched and so there's a lot of hands-on work that goes with it so when and we're in um we're in whole foods and so when we have to oh. fill the whole food section and things like that like it is all hands on deck like this is what we're doing for three days turn on the marvel series or whatever you want <laughs> to do. we got we got this is what we're doing and we all just work together and have fun and it's hard work, um, you know, doing that and getting it all ready. But man, when you can see all those hundreds of boxes shipping out, it is such a cool, like hands around everyone's shoulders. Like we did that, like way to go team. Like we did that. And that's awesome. So the business is called, um, what is the glass called now? The sea glass or the sea glass company, sea glass company. Yeah, the sea glass okay. Company. Very cool. Well, I just love everything that has to do with like sea glass and everything. So I'll be like, definitely. Do you guys have a website as well? Yep. The seaglasscompany.com. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so this and is a full on family meeting that you have what once a quarter, once a month. Um, about once you... a month. Yeah, definitely once a month. But what's so amazing is it really has grown them. So when we go to the chamber of commerce meetings, you know, it's a bunch of these like 30 to 60, 70 year olds, uh, you know, talking about their business. And then I have a nine year old that goes up there and pitches our business, you know? Oh, and, wow. And I have my 15 year old, my 14, all these, you know, and they stand up and they just glow. And when they can sit down and know that they're worth being in a room with adults because they're at that caliber and they can sit down and then they go home and they do totally goofy, you know, nine year old <laughs> things. Yeah cool, you know? Yeah. And, um, so, but it really just helping them know that they're, they're worth now so that later on they can speak up, right? They don't feel like they have to be closed. They can speak up when they see something that's happening that's wrong. Or if they have an idea, you know, if, if there is someone in the corner that is cowering because they don't have the, um, the ambition or the, uh, self-confidence to speak up and they have the cure for cancer, then guess what? It's not going to happen. Right? right. And right. so if we start building these things into them along the way, then amazing things can happen. 
So I, I love that. So now then I guess you would potentially be helping uh, and, and have helped other families find that family thing. Yeah, and that's kind of what you and maybe it's exercise or maybe it's multifaceted, right? Maybe it's movement, maybe it's meals, maybe it's yeah, right. And I love so I work with families for a minimum of three months, and so it really and I have you know those weekly one on ones with them, and we really just work. So most of the time, it's definitely multifaceted in what they want to do. And I asked them in the beginning, you know, in this area, what would you like? what do you want this to look like, right? What do you want to reflect? What do you want to do now that's going to reflect in their future? And, you know, with my husband and I, which isn't always easy, I always say, okay, so we have to behave like we want to see them behave in 20 years, right? right. So if we're flying off the handle, which we are not perfect and we're parents and, you know, it's, and it's fine. But if you, if you honor that and you're like, you know what, guys, probably not the best. I didn't handle that the best way. Yes. Because in 20 years, I want to see my kids be able to come, you know, come uh, full circle and be like, you know what, I might not have handled that great, or maybe they handle it great the first time around. Hope they do. But even if they don't, I want them to be able to, you know, come to terms with that and apologize and, and things. So, you know, if we're behaving now, like we want to see them behave in 20 years, and we're instilling behaviors in them now that we want to see in them in 20 years, that's what it's all about. Great, great. So in the um, show notes, we will put the uh, information on ways that people can, you know, follow you and get some information from you as well as uh, your website. And then I love this, we'll definitely include the sea glass and any other, um, you know, things that we want to include that people may want to check, uh, check out. But before uh, we finish. I was hoping that you'd leave us with, um, and by the way, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast. We so appreciate it. We, um, you know, we are a new podcast, but we are excited to bring um, just sort of different information, especially functional medicine and nutrition based and then wellness based and this whole concept of family wellness, I think cannot be under undervalued for sure. And probably isn't talked about as much and it's definitely nothing I've heard of on you know other mainstream um, you know podcasts where there's a lot of focus on individual health which is always important uh, maybe even uh, certain diseases and things but not necessarily family health and I think this is really really great so um, if you could leave us with just like maybe three or so tips that uh, kind of top tips that you would give families sort of in this time where I know some are um, still in this either hybrid learning or some are still homeschool. I mean, every city is so different. I mean, it's a, it's wide open here in Florida, Chicago and places are like shut down. I hear all sorts of different information from everywhere, but maybe just a little bit on, um, you know, their top tips for families and, and especially um, those that may need a little bit of, um, obviously there's been a lot of coming together over the <laughs> quarantine, and it, but like really yeah. turning this into a, um, a time that can be of more, um, more benefit than, than not. Right. It really can be like the best time you can, we can turn around to be the best time, but Really, if I had to give three pieces of advice to families, just in general, it would be to just 
live together. And what I mean by that is this is their first 18 years. This is 18 years of your life, like mesh and live together. It doesn't have to be, you know, parents doing one thing and we're raising kids doing another thing, like live together. And I'm not, my husband and I go on many, many dates, just the two of us. So I'm not saying every moment needs to be together. I don't think that's healthy either. Um, but when you are going into endeavors, include them, right? And when you're going on a walk, you know, include them, talk about them, ask about their lives and ask them opinions on your life. When there's that reciprocity, it is amazing. They're, you, you know, simple is usually better and their, their, uh, thoughts are much more simple than ours because they have so many less lenses that they've, you know, added over time that they're looking through. So live together, um, and prepare for life. Um, so what I mean by that is exactly what we've been saying so much, like just live now, like you want to help them live later. By the time kids leave your house, I love to think of it as like, they have a suitcase of every build, like starter building block to everything they're going to confront later on. Right. And so whatever that looks like, you know, and I go over the education, the wellness, the discipline, the mindset, and um, all the time, time mastery, all of these things, when you have those, then you're so much more apt to be successful later on. So helping them build that life and prep for their life and then just have fun. I mean, I think having fun and having at least like one huge, big belly laugh a day, you know, where you, it's hard to catch your breath. I think that is so productive and can move a family forward more than a lot of other things can just laugh and have fun because why not? <laughs> like, why wouldn't you? Right? right. And so those would be my three biggest pieces of advice to any family in general. Excellent. I think that that is excellent. All. Um, yeah, so good. So good. Well, um, thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate it. And again, we will in the show notes, if you'd like to learn more about um, Nellie and what she offers, and of course, her family business, that would be um, in the show notes here. And thanks so much for listening. Oh,